from the WIA News Hub in Brisbane and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. Welcome to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service. This weekend being the special radio announcers who are also Ham's edition of WIA National News, we are missing one voice we were super keen on hearing from again, that being Barry VK7FR. Former ABC announcer Barry VK7FR suffered a stroke several weeks ago, spending much of the time since in rehab. We are pleased to learn that Barry has made such very good progress, he's finally been allowed home permanently. Well done, Barry. Now with the news this week, I'm Graham VK4BB, the GM here at Radio TAB Australia. Brisbane area clubs, listen up. Here's a real opportunity to meet with an amateur radio dignitary. VU2RBI Mrs Barathi Prasad, Chief Coordinator of India's National Institute of Amateur Radio, will be visiting the city November 30, December 7. Barathi Prasad can tell some interesting stories, especially regarding her inaugural VU4D expedition in 2004, where the de-expedition ended up being the communication lifeline due to the earthquake and subsequent tsunami. Contact details, if you'd like her at your club, are found on the text edition of this news, wia.org.au. 32 WIA-affiliated clubs have so far registered for the VK100 WIA special callsign roster. There are 19 three-day slots still available. The WIA Centenary Committee encourages all clubs who have not already done so to firm up the details of their planned activities wherever possible in the next few weeks and put these on the WIA website. Note, however, the use of it as an attention-getting call sign in contests such as RD and field days. A club using the call sign VK100WIA may not participate in any contest or submit any log, including a check log, for any contest or apply for any award or participate in IOTA, engage in fox hunts or the like under that call sign. A ham radio telebridge station situated in Queensland was swung into action to help the 500th RS Classroom to Space contact. ISS Commander Frank DeWin, ON1DWN, answered questions from students at the new Kopernik Science Centre in Warsaw, Poland. And whilst in space, AMSAT Argentina reports that its LUSAT-1 ham radio satellite has stopped transmitting CW telemetry. However, it is hoped to revive LUSAT to allow it to celebrate its 20 years in space next January 23. RADCOM's conference returns to Melbourne November 18-19 for the third year and there are eight overseas speakers in the lineup. A continuing problem facing two-way radio is the shortage of qualified RF engineers and technicians who can service and set up the modern analogue digital two-way. In a bid to alleviate this critical situation, RMIT University will outline at the conference its thoughts on the current state of play in a presentation, 2015 and beyond, Are You Ready to Converge? Vocational Upskilling to Meet New Technology Demands in the Radio Communications Industry. From the AR Victoria Twitter service, we learn that VK is set to tackle e-waste. The first products to be regulated under the new system will be old computers and TV sets. Is this a welcome end to ham radio boot sales and pre-loved junk sales? One can only hope. As we said at the top of the news, this is the special radio announcers edition. Current and ex-announcers are all set to join us from around Australia and one in a lounge at JFK New York. Yes, our education news presented by John Mosel is being read and uploaded from the departure terminal. Education, youth and advancement of amateur radio. Topics very dear to our hearts. Hi, I'm John Mazel's VK2JPM and it's an embarrassing 40 years since I started my announcing career in commercial radio. You can tell what happened. These days I'm much more likely to be found as a freelance engineer and governor of SIMTI for Asia Pacific region. 
At the October IARU Region 3 conference held in Christchurch, New Zealand, the NZART received praise for its ZL3 Build-A-Thon project. This is to encourage construction of electronic projects in schools and within other community groups in an effort to lift the profile of amateur radio. Also mentioned was the Radio Wave project, which demonstrates the principles of radio frequency propagation, polarity and effective radiated power. Just what we want every kid to know these days. Dayton 2010, get with the program. Amateur Radio Club's worldwide The Lifeline will be the theme of the 2010 Dayton Hamvention, scheduled for May next year. In order to help celebrate the world of radio clubs, Hamvention planners are asking for pictures from radio clubs around the world that it can use on the front and back cover of the program magazine. They're also looking for stories of interest from interesting and interested radio clubs. More details are available at the Dayton Hamvention site, quite easy to find with your favourite search engine, or check out the WIA broadcast site for further pointers. Remember the old expression, an apple for the teacher? Well, Uruguay has reversed that to become the first country in the world to provide a laptop computer for every student attending a state primary school, and not necessarily a computer made of fruit. Uh, Recently in Montevideo, the pupils at the final school in the rollout received their computers from the country's president. Uruguay is part of the One Laptop Per Child scheme, an organisation set up by internet pioneer Nicholas Negroponte. But what about the cost, I hear you ask? I did hear you say that, didn't I? Well, would you believe the complete rollout consumed less than 5% of the country's education budget? And we can just guess at the likely return on that investment. And still with an internet theme, Finns aren't what they used to be. Ho ho. From July 2010, all Finnish citizens are to be granted the right to a broadband internet connection. From that date, Finnish telecommunications companies will be compelled to offer all 5.2 million Finns internet connections of at least one megabit per second. By 2015, the connections must be a hundred times faster. The new act is also intended to ensure that even the country's remotest regions are connected to the World Wide Web. Finland is now one of the countries with the best internet access in the world. At least 95% of all Finns have an internet connection. The Finnish government believes a broadband internet connection is a vital component of a modern society. And that's the Finnish from my corner of the world. Across Australia from VK1 WIA. You're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In Hobart, it can be heard on 146 700 at 9am Sunday mornings. I'm Jeff, VK7, HAL. I honestly think you ought to sit down calmly, take a stress pill and think things over. Hi, I'm Brad, VK3, Triple FM in Bendigo, Victoria. I've had a long background in radio. In fact, I can remember tuning into the wireless when I was knee-height to a grasshopper. I've worked in all forms of broadcasting from commercial radio, ABC and community radio. I'm the founder of KLFM, which is the community radio station in Bendigo that caters exclusively for the 45-plus audience and more recently finally got onto the amateur bands, which is nice to be here and it's great to be part of this special digital broadcast. Amateur Radio, home of the good guys, or tip of the hat. Amateur wins Nobel Prize. Radio amateur George Smith, AA2EG, was awarded the Nobel Prize in Physics for the invention of an amazing semiconductor circuit, the CCD sensor. AA2EG shares the prize money with two others, namely Charles Keogh of Standard Telecommunications Laboratories and Willard Boyle of Bell. 
In a survey in England from 50,000 votes cast, one in five people have voted the X-ray machine. As the invention having the greatest impact on past and present contenders, ahead of the Apollo 10 space capsule and Stevenson's rocket. Ten of the most significant objects in science, engineering, technology and medicine were selected for the vote. The results were first place X-ray machines, second place penicillin, third place DNA double helix, fourth place Apollo 10 capsule, in fifth place the V2 rocket engine, sixth place Stevenson's rocket, seventh place pilot ace computer, in eighth place the steam engine, ninth place the Model T Ford and in tenth place the electric telegraph. Another ham radio good guy is David, VK7EX, president of the Cradle Coast Amateur Radio Club. He's opened his club's inaugural Christmas dinner social evening at the Best Western Bass and Flinders Convention Room. Now, it's on the 5th of December to not only members of the club, but anyone who would like to go along and enjoy an evening with people interested in radio and electronics. And, of course, that goes for shortwave listeners or CB operators as well. If you're thinking about giving amateur radio a go, why not come along? Well, that brings my part to an end on this very special digital edition of the WIA News presented by Current and X Radio Broadcasters. Thanks for your company. There's more to come. I'm Brad VK3, Triple FM on VK1 WIA. AMS across Australia. I'm VK4FPJT, currently on air at Radio 4BH in Brisbane and running my own audio phone on hold services at www.activeairtime.com.au. Today we visit New South Wales, VK2, through to VK7 in Tasmania. In VK2, there's a car boot sale at Summerland. That's the Lismore Club Rooms, coming up on November 22nd. Full of all that surplus stuff hams have had around the house. Everything. Everyone invited. Fill your car. Bring it. Sell it. Only $5 a vehicle. Barbecue and eats available. And a Jason Triangular 50-foot tower is for sale at the Club Rooms. Starting price is $100 to the best offer received by November 22nd, the day of the car boot sale. VK3. Due to the NERG barbecue next month and holidays during January, the next regular NERG meeting won't be held until Thursday the 11th of February 2010, starting at 7.44pm at the Briar Hill Community Hall. That's at 126 Mountain View Road, Briar Hill. Here in Queensland, the Bunya Mountains and District are hosting a ham and wine festival, January 30 at McLagan, which is just west of the Great Dividing Range. All table bookings will be $10 per table, and this includes entry for one person. Others will be allowed in, though, before 9am to assist with the setting up. Bookings will need to be made by Friday the 15th of January 2010. Late bookings will be accepted, but an extra fee will apply. For more information, contact Neil, VK4NF. In VK5 last week, Greg, VK5ZBD, took a record number of callbacks on their two-metre transmission of this news, finally cracking the 100 callbacks from Adelaide Ham listeners by seven. Yes, 107 callbacks after the news, and this included 27 foundation calls. Well done, Greg, and the listeners who do check in from Adelaide. Saturday Afternoon Groups. Tony, VK7FTCL, Let's us know that a date has been set for the trip to Hobart Airport. Saturday the 12th of December is the day, so if you wish to attend, please get in touch ASAP to lock in your spot. You'll visit the tower and the rotor lift looking at their rescue helicopters and a general rundown on how they undertake their missions with a hands-on look at their birds, a chat with the Australian Federal Police, who will explain what their role is at airports around Australia, fire and rescue, who will show you their range of firefighting and rescue equipment, 
and finishing off in the tower, which is a highlight. This is VK4 PJT, out. From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. And now the international news with thanks to RSGB Southgate Amateur Radio Club, the ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm VK4 FABR, Alan Roebuck in Ipswich. And former radio stations included 4VL, 4LM, 4WK, 4TO, 4BK, 4CA, Hot FM Network, 2GB, 2UW, 2CA, 5RM, Star 106.9 and River 94.9. First up in the international news from Los Angeles, word comes that our good friend and amateur radio newsline producer Bill Pasternak, WA6ITF, has retired from Fox Television after a career that spanned close to three decades at the network's flagship station, KTTV. He started in 1980 as a technician. Over the years, he did just about every job one finds at a television station. He says the last 12 years working as the engineering contact with the news department have been the ones he's enjoyed the most. There, he's not only worked the technical side, but also been on air several times as an expert on all things electronic and radio communications for news stories. Pictures of his surprise retirement party put on by many friends at KTTV are on Bill's photo album page on the Facebook social networking service. Look for his album under the name Bill Pasternak. On Saturday 21st of November, ZS6EF will demonstrate the 2010 version of Baycar, a balloon-carrying amateur radio, at the National Amateur Radio Centre in South Africa. Its maiden flight in the Western Cape will be on Saturday the 24th of January. Next Saturday, Baycar will be demonstrated on a tethered launch. Radio amateurs from around the globe will be able to follow it on the web. Just Google AMSAT SA. Two hams have been credited with saving a life. Carl, KI6PCW, and wife Deborah, KJ6CRZ, put their ham radio emergency training to good use to help rescue an unidentified man after an accident on Catalina Island. The man had fallen more than 40 feet onto rocks below. The ham couple had climbed a hill on Catalina Island to check out a repeater when they found a 61-year-old man bleeding and moaning. Zoe and Ava had their handheld radios with them. They used the equipment to make contact with other radio amateurs on the California mainland, who called 911 to report the emergency. Los Angeles County firefighter medics responded, and the injured man was quickly flown by Medivac helicopter to St Mary's Hospital in Long Beach for treatment. Gadget problem divides the sexes. OMs and YLs have different approaches to dealing with technology problems, according to a gadget helpline. 64% of its male callers and 24% of its female callers had not read the instruction manual first. Gadget Helpline surveyed 75,000 calls received between 25th of September and 23rd of October. Women spent 32% longer on the phone to their helpers than men. In general terms, men treat technology as something to be understood and conquered, while women are more motivated by appliances that benefit them. Getting gadgets to communicate with each other was the subject of possibly the largest number of requests for help. Syncing one gadget with another really causes problems. The next Global Amateur Radio Emergency Communications Conference will take place in Caraco. The dates will be October 11 and 12, with the theme of the meeting to be learning through practising. More details of next year's gathering will be announced as they become available. Meantime, keep an eye on the conference website for updates. Spectacles that can provide subtitles have been created by high-tech firm NEC. Resembling glasses but lacking lenses, the headset uses a tiny projector to display images on the user's retina. NEC said it planned a version that used real-time translation to provide subtitles for a conversation between people lacking a common language. This is the VK1 WIA National News Service, and I'm VK4 FABR.
This is Spud, VK8ZWM in Darwin, part of the radio presentation team here at the WIA News. And here's some weird and wonderful. China is planning to hold a 16-event Robot Olympics in 2010. Yes, robots will compete in familiar Olympic sports such as athletics, as well as those more suited to machines such as cleaning. Entry to the competition will be restricted to robots resembling humans. They must possess two arms and legs. Wheels are banned. The Chinese event will face competition from the Robo Games that also stages sports events for robots. The 2010 Robo Games will take place in California in April. Robots already have their own World Cup. The 2009 competition saw entries from 400 teams that hail from 35 separate nations. The 2010 event will be held in June in Singapore. A rival event is run by the Federation of International Robot Soccer Associations. The Chinese Robot Games will be one among an increasingly crowded calendar for robot sports and other competitive events. One event, Robot Exotica, is for robots that can mix cocktails, light cigarettes and chat with bar patrons. No word that Robot Exotica will feature Energizer Bunnies as hostesses. This is VK8ZWM in Darwin at... Rima FM 97.7 on your FM broadcast band, your finest with filtered air. And I'm on here Tuesday nights between 6 and 9 o'clock with lots of great music, focus on the family and a special hour of praise and worship music between 8 and 9 o'clock. This is Bud VK8ZWM for VK1WIA. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In VK5, it can be heard on 7.140 MHz at 9am Sundays. I'm Charlie, VK5 KDK. Intruder Watch, Enforcement Zone. I'm Ralph, VK3 Lima Lima. Perhaps you may recognise me as the voice behind His Royal Highness Prince Leonard of the Hutt River Province Royal Broadcasting Service from way back in 1982. But two important matters. VU2UR Arusu Manaha has been doing a wonderful job in the Intruder Watch service over a number of years. Arusu steps down from that position from the 1st of January 2010. VU2DSI Datar will take over in India and Arusu has kindly agreed to pass on his very extensive knowledge to the new incumbent so that a smooth transition will take place. Irma Frosto has company in the UK. You probably remember the story of Irma Firsto of California that we reported a few weeks ago. Her amplified TV antenna allegedly self-oscillated on 840 MHz and caused interference to a phone site. The FCC sent her a citation even though there was nothing in the Commission's write-up to suggest that she knew about the self-oscillations or even had the wherewithal to eliminate them. Well, now Irma has company. A 12-year-old schoolboy in Great Britain by the name of Nicky Chamberlain has been busted because his self-oscillating TV antenna was interfering with air traffic over his home in the UK. The Ofcom engineer ordered the father to dispose of the aerial immediately. Air traffic controllers first noticed a communication problem on the flight path into London's Luton Airport on October the 6th. According to Ofcom, pilots coming into land at the airport were losing contact with the control tower because the faulty antenna preamp was transmitting on the same frequency as the aircraft radios. An off-air low-power FM transmission audit. New Zealand radio inspectors recently visited the Dargaville area to track and assess the source of a previously unaudited low-power FM transmission. Because the signal appeared stronger than expected, and as an off-air audit does not require the assistance of the licensee, signal strength measurement was promptly commenced. 
After correction for all factors, the measured field strength was calculated, indicating the output of the transmitter was slightly over 10 watts EIRP. As the transmitter was not operating in accordance with the license conditions, an infringement fine was issued to the company responsible. Well, that's all I have for you this week. From Ralph, VK3 Lima Lima, where you're tuned to VK1WIA and the special digital radio edition being transmitted in Brisbane, courtesy of Radio TAB. From the WIA, this is the weekly national news service originating from VK1WIA. Operational news. I'm Chris, VK2ACD and I was for many years a presenter with Lismore Community Radio 2NCR-FM. On Air Contest Column, Dateline 2009. November 28-29, to 29, the VK Spring VHF UHF Field Day. November 28-29, to 29, the CQ Worldwide CW Contest. The International Naval Contest 2009, sponsored by Portuguese Navy Ham Radio Club, takes place 1600 UTC Saturday, December 12, and concludes 1559 UTC Sunday 13. Modes used are CW and SSB on 80, 40, 20, 15 and 10 metres. Special event calls, Beacon DX and Net Advice. Vancouver Olympics Amateur Radio Group celebrate Olympic Winter Games and Paralympics, British Columbia, in February-March 2010. Victor Golf 7 Victor is on the air now until November 30, 2009. Victor Golf 7 Whiskey, December 1, 2009 until January 31, 2010. Victor Golf 7 Golf, February 1, 2010 until March 31, 2010. If you're looking for a contact with Singapore, then listen out for 9 Victor 1 Juliet Papa, who is a new operator from there and has been active on 20 metres. James says via qrz.com that he is in a very challenging environment and is trying hard to put out a decent signal on HF. He also says that in the QSL area that he is in the process of designing them and they should be good and ready to begin sending out in the spring of 2010. Juliet Kilo 2 Victor Oscar Charlie says that he will be active from Bravo Alpha 4 Tango Bravo Station in China. This between November 27 to the 30th, including the CW Worldwide DX CW contest on November 28 and 29. QSL via Juliet Kilo 2 Victor Oscar Charlie. Yankee Victor 5 India Alpha Lima will be portable Charlie Echo Zero from Easter Island between January 8 and 11 of 2010. This will be a QRP portable holiday style operation. Activity will use the PSK31 digital mode on 14.070.15 kHz from 2200 to 0100 UTC daily. He may occasionally be on 40, 30 and 15 metres as well. QSL via this operation, via Yankee Victor 5, India Alpha Lima. Santa's Amateur Radio Station. Once again, Santa's own amateur radio station, Oscar Hotel 9, Sierra Charlie Lima, will be active from Santa Claus Land in the Arctic Circle during December. Activity will be on 160 to 10 metres using CW, SSB and the digital modes. 
Across Australia, from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA News Service. In the Illawarra, Shoalhaven and Eurobadalla areas, it can be heard on the VHF coast-linked repeaters of the Illawarra Amateur Radio Society at 10am every Sunday morning. On VK2 RMP in the Illawarra area, 146850, or on VK2 RIS in the Shoalhaven area on 146975. Or down in Eurobadalla area, it's on VK2 RBT 146675. IRLP node 6018 resides on this system. For more information, iars.org.au. I'm Brian, VK2 Alpha Hotel. The Gippsland Gate Radio and Electronics Club has recommenced its news broadcast service for members and listeners. Broadcasts are currently scheduled fortnightly, Wednesdays at 8pm Australian Eastern Daylight Saving Time. Broadcasts are transmitted from the GGREC club rooms at Cranbourne on 145.450 MHz FM and 3.670 MHz lower sideband and QRM. Members and the general amateur community are welcome to listen and call back and are encouraged to submit news articles and items of interest via email and you can hear recordings of the most recent broadcasts at their very professional looking website. Steve, VK3EGD, GGREC Secretary, suggests you Google GGREC to find their web page or go to wia.org.au and check out their entry under Clubs. This has been Media Watch and I'm Bob Toll, VK3TKZ, a presenter with community station Radio Eastern FM 98.1 for the last 18 years, broadcasting to the outer eastern suburbs of Melbourne. And you're listening to VK1 WIA. With WIA Special Interest Group News, I'm Ray Wells, VK2TV, a volunteer presenter on community radio station Tank FM in Kempsey. The Wireless Institute of Australia weekly broadcast is heard on Tank FM each Sunday morning at 6.20 and is streamed to the web via our 128 kilobits per second stream. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, ATV, and Every Pixel Tells a Story. Kids solve the digital television reception problem. If you or someone you know are having reception problems on your new digital television or set-top box, the problem is likely with the antenna. Most rabbit ear or loop indoor antennas are insufficient for DTV reception. Unfortunately, a lot of folk are not allowed to put antennas on their roof. With a solution, enter Naomi and Noah, who are the pre-teen children of FCC attorney James Miller. With a little help from Dad, the two kids take you on a Watch Mr Wizard-like journey into how to homebrew your own indoor DTV antenna using the magic of science found in everyday living. You can see the video of Naomi and Noah Miller building their homebrew antenna on YouTube. Trust me when I tell you, it's a few of the best moments you'll spend online this week. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Digital and our Australian coordinator for TCP Domains is Indy Rosser, VK2XB at wia.org.au. It's not quite pale ale. Updated PCAL is now available. The latest version of the HF Automatic Link Establishment software, PCAL, is now available. PCAL was the brainchild of amateur Charles Brain. The latest version of this popular digital mode software can now be downloaded from the website of N2CKH. That is N2CKH.com. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Radio Scouting, January 4th to 14 in VK2. Fisher's Ghost Amateur Radio Club will be providing the amateur radio activity at Cataract Scout Park south of Sydney to contact scouts around Australia and overseas on various frequency bands between 80 metres and 70 centimetres plus IRLP node 6111. 
Day sessions are 0900 to 1200 and 1400 to 1700 for scouts and night sessions for licensed scout operators from 2000 to 2200. Inquiries to President Wal Kelly, VK2ZWK at wia.org.au. Boy Scout Troop 1 from Logan, Utah is preparing to celebrate its 100th anniversary as a continuously chartered scouting unit with specially scheduled activities each month through the year 2010. Troop 1 is the oldest Boy Scout troop west of the Mississippi River and will be celebrating their 100th anniversary as a scouting unit in March 2010. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Rescue Radio. USA Ham's given $165,000 to build D-Star Rescue Radio Network. It's one of the largest government grants ever given to ham radio emergency communications. $165,000 in federal funding has been secured by the Georgia Emergency Management Agency to complete a statewide D-Star-based ham radio emergency communications network. According to Mark Feelig, WA6NGC, former Director of Engineering for the state's public broadcasting system, when the opportunity arose to install two amateur radio antennas on each of the nine television towers providing statewide coverage, WA6NGC jumped into action and designated Georgia's amateur radio emergency services to control the use of those sites for emergency communications. Worldwide Special Interest Group, VHF and above. Norwegian amateurs get 70 MHz. Norway has joined Finland in giving radio amateurs access to the 70 MHz band. As of November 5th, 2009, amateurs in Norway, her islands and in the Norwegian land areas of Antarctica can run up to 100 watts on this 4 metre band. Well, that's the special interest group news on this special digital radio edition of news from the Wireless Institute of Australia. I'm Ray VK2TV at Tank FM in Kempsey. Alrighty, that does take us to the end of WIA, the national news service for another week. In the Brisbane area, don't forget on the digital radio platform, stay with us because we've got Q News coming up as we do right throughout Queensland. There is local news on just about every VHF, MF and HF station right throughout Australia. Don't forget when you see news, if it interests you, no doubt it will interest others. So get us the story, write it out as you would expect to hear it, write it in the third person if you are sending us just script or better still, send us an MP3. With that, I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly. In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've recorded. You decide.